Ram Power Days is going on now with our most powerful lineup of trucks ever. Hurry in and don't just feel the power, own it. Right now, get 2.9% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. Don't miss this great offer. 2.9% APR financing for 72 months equals 15.15 per month per 1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital, regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 10:31/2022. What's going on, everybody? I have to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. The best part about it is it's completely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome in to episode one of Fired Up. My name is Mike Giletto, and I'm joined by my weekly co-host, Cousin Dom, Dom Console. What's up, man? Hey, Coming in hot, huh? What's going on? Uh, not much. We uh, we came to this... I came up to you, uh, you with this idea a couple weeks ago. Start this podcast. Um, it seems like we both kind of had the interest a while ago. I mean, we, we have our uh, experience... With our last podcast, uh, you would think the Philadelphia Flyers podcast. I feel like I could shout it out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Why, why not? You know, it was, it was a pretty amicable breakup. And it, it was a good experience. It was. Oh no, for sure. Me and uh, me and Kyle over there kind of built that thing, and you appeared on it a lot. Yeah, I absolutely. would say. And I, I I really think I learned a lot too from yeah. you guys, just and you know from being on the show and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mean, it was it was good. So if anybody wants to check out, just you know, Flyers Flyers podcast, go check them out. Kyle and Kevin do good work over there. Absolutely. Um, the band we heard. Uh, at the intro was the 1940s, somebody that you're pretty close with, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh, John and Matt McCara, um, close buddies of mine from, you know, way back in the day. They do a great job. Uh, everybody go check them out. Yeah, for sure. That was across from... Across from Peking. Across from Peking. That was, okay. I know I, I fucked that up somewhere. <laughs> um, and then, uh, our logo, I have to give him a shout out. Ben Resnick, uh, designed that really sharp logo. I was, I was really, really happy with it. Um, you can follow him at Benny the Jet. Uh, on Twitter, and then the 1940s you can follow at the 1940s band on Twitter as well. So give them them love over there. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we got a lot going on this week. A lot, a lot going on. I mean, uh, we could touch with the. I mean, we start with the Phillies. We start with the Eagles. I'm not even going to talk about the Flyers because they're a complete and utter <laughs> waste of my fucking time. So I'm not even going to do that. A, a lot, a lot of mess. A lot of mess yes, in the last correct. week. So I'm not even going to acknowledge Man. them right now. That that's all they get on this on this show. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's just kind of dive into the Eagles. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I mean, I, I feel like everything has been said really about the, the Wentz and Hurts and, but we haven't said it. Right. So, I mean, I feel well, like we've I, said it just not on the record. Said, no, yeah. Not on this podcast. Cause obviously this is episode one. Um, so I mean, what's your whole takeaway with this? Okay. So from the beginning, I've and you know, but our listeners obviously don't know. Uh, I've been a big Wentz guy from the beginning, um, from his senior year at North Dakota State up until draft day, uh, 2016. Um, I was ecstatic when they moved up. Um, obviously, he's had his you know fair share of injuries. Uh, you know, it's been tough, but um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy that he's, you know, where he wants to be. Um, but I, I'm ready to move forward. Um, I'm ready to, you know, make this Jalen Hurts team. Um, I wish nothing but the best for because Eagles are always number one, for sure. You know, yeah. Uh, it, I don't know. I, I still didn't make a ton of, so like, I, I guess. In in Wentz's eyes, I mean, he had to move on. the The relationship between him and Howie Roseman was clearly done. Absolutely. Um, I the the only thing that maybe I don't know, for lack of a better word frustrated me was when I mean, as soon as Doug gets fired, I really thought there was a legit chance Wentz would stay. Well, yeah, I mean, because well, here's the thing: even when Doug was here, and even when he left, they kept telling you he is the franchise guy. Yeah, he is the guy. He's he's the guy we paid. He is the franchise guy. He's the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, and they kept lying to you. And uh, that's part of the reason why I can't stand Howie Roseman, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going on with the Wentz thing. Yeah, I, I just... I, you're going to hear about Wentz for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, I don't think this is going away. You know, Unless he just completely shits the bed in, in Indy, and then everybody says, oh, well, maybe it was the right move, but... I don't. I hope that doesn't happen because I think this organization deserves Wentz to win like nine Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. What, I think that's what they get, right? Yeah. Oh. Well, we 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 sold our souls for the uh, Super Bowl. In that's what it seems. So you know, before that happened, everybody joked around. Oh, would you would you trade in ten years of mediocrity oh, for one Super Bowl? Absolutely. <laughs> and now look at us. I guess we us. did it. And now look, we're miserable. We're Absol- still miserable. Absolutely. Oh, we can never be happy. Yeah, you know, I mean, Wentz is obviously still living in the Nick Foles shadow. I mean, that, that's no secret. He went from living in the shadow of Nick Foles to having Jalen Hurts right, right, right underneath him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so he was always looking behind his shoulder, and that definitely didn't help. Yeah. Um. So I mean, busy, busy couple of days coming up for the Eagles, though, uh, with the draft on Thursday, round one. Yeah. Um. Well. Well. Here's my thing on Howie Roseman. Before, yeah, yeah, before sure. we really get into the draft. Sure. Here go. Here's what I don't understand about Howie Roseman and, and the way the Eagles, even the owner Jeffrey Lurie, I don't understand how they went from drafting Wentz to signing Foles. Right. So, so obviously we know Foles was drafted and they traded him for Bradford and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They went on to Wentz. They draft Wentz. He comes out 2016. He has a pretty pretty good rookie year. I mean, you know, they would they go seven and nine or. Seven and nine, something like that. Something like that, yeah. So yeah, he had a decent, a decent rookie year. He showed flashes. Then, the the, the following year, two thousand seventeen, they uh, they they bring back Foles to be the backup quarterback. Love it. So um, they go. So they draft they draft uh, uh, Wentz. They bring in Foles. Wentz gets hurt. Obviously, we we know what happens in two thousand seventeen. He tears his ACL. Foles comes in, wins the Super Bowl. You know. And then, uh, magical run, yeah. Right. Thing. So uh, the next year, Wentz gets Wentz. Wentz uh, 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 is is out the first two weeks from the injury from the previous year, the ACL. Foles comes out, shits the bed. Wentz comes in week three, plays not great, but he doesn't play horrible. He gets hurt. Foles comes in. We have another magical run. You know, we go into the playoffs. We have this whole big debacle again. Do we bring back Foles? Do we, you know? Do we trade Wentz? You know, we you know Foles won the Super Bowl, so we keep Wentz. Um, we all know how that how that that season ended. They lose to the Saints on the Jeffrey drop. The, the, going into going into the next season, they trade Foles. They really should have won that game. 
Yeah, I'm. Oh, well, I don't know about win it, but they they had a chance they, to do they, something from special. the beginning of that game. Yeah. The the LeBlanc pickoff in the, yeah. in the in the first drive. I mean, it was just you know, it it, it felt like magic. You know, was was going to happen, and, and, and you know, unfortunately, I, at that point, especially, I was you know really big on Jeffrey, and you know, oh, that drop kind of shattered. I mean, Jeffrey hasn't been the same since that drop. Well, he's been hurt. And, uh, yeah, true. But even when he's when he's on the field, it's it's he's a different person when Foles is the quarterback versus really anybody except Wentz. But yeah, that is weird. So okay, so so we know what happens to uh, 2018. They lose to the Saints on the Jeffrey drop, right? Yep. They, the off season comes in, they trade Foles, so you no longer have Foles. Which I agree with, yeah. But you 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 have you you have Wentz start, and then he has an okay season. But then the last five games, he really showed you that he could probably you know he could be the franchise quarterback. He deserves to get that money. He put his team in the playoffs against marginal. teams. It doesn't though. matter. It's division. Against marginal. It's teams. division teams. It, 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 I don't care if you're if you're fourteen and zero going into week sixteen and you play an zero and fourteen team. If if it's your division, it, division plays different. I every, that. every week, every year, every every week is different. It's I any given that. Sunday. But, the, but I think the asterisk there, I think, is important. They get marginal talent. He wasn't playing anybody that they shouldn't have beat. If that makes sense, I, we can agree to disagree. Okay. All right. So fair enough. So uh, we, we know what happens. He goes into the playoffs. He gets hurt against the Seahawks, or gets a concussion against the Seahawks. That was was that the clowny hit? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Josh McCown comes in. We know we know how that ends. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then we go into the following, the, the draft last year. First round pick, Jalen Rager. I loved it. Second round pick. I was actually watching the draft and I had a friend of mine text me, you're not going to believe who they just picked. <laughs> he said, you're going to be so pissed off. Right. And shocker, I was. Just didn't make sense. No, especially really that didn't. early. It, he was probably going to be a fourth round pick. And I, my thing is, is like you thought Howie Roseman thought that team was going to be so good that oh, I could take a quarterback in the second round. Yeah. Like you really thought this team was that good that you oh, you could be cocky enough to draft a quarterback, a backup, a backup quarterback right. in the second round. The thing that really pissed me off about that pick was this team has been searching for a wide receiver probably since Owens left. I mean, I know there's only what one year. Well, but you had Macklin and Deshaun. Macklin had fine. a thousand. You were looking yard. for a true number one receiver since To left. I don't think Macklin, Djax, really number well, ones, well, but but essentially they could. I mean, I know there's more to the deal. They could have got Hopkins for essentially that second round pick. Yeah, but uh, and, and and he wanted a backup quarterback instead. I hear you. Um, I agree. Let me ask you this though: when they drafted Rager, how did you feel about that? Did you really think that Justin Jefferson was going to no. be Justin Jefferson? No, because I don't think he would be in this offense. I agree with that. I don't think he would be. Also, a lot of things going into Justin Jefferson, I thought that guy ran with like a refrigerator on his back, like couldn't run routes really that well, couldn't really, didn't have the greatest hands right. in the world. He shocked me. I mean, he really did. Yeah. But that's the, but you, you hit the nail right on the head. Like, if he's here, I don't think he does even half of no, that. No, I agree. And guess what? If Rager was in somewhere, any, any oh, yeah. other, anywhere else, he'd probably he be probably is a lot better than yeah. he is now. Now, the guy I wanted went, went to the Cowboys, which was painful. And that was Seymour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, but I don't think that has to do with Howie Roseman as much as Doug Peterson that these players aren't, weren't panning out. I think that was more yeah, Doug Peterson I, than I think, anybody. I think that's fair. Because look at, look at how many guys, and I'm not giving Roseman credit, but look how many guys he brought in, on, especially on the defensive side, that left here and 
Russell Douglas and and Sidney Jones. They were both top yeah. twenty cornerbacks in the league last year, stati- yeah. statistically. Oh yeah, Sidney Jones. He was with who? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I think he was very good. I have no idea where he is now, but I might still be in Jacksonville. I do know Russell Douglas just signed with Vegas, I believe. Okay, um, that's weird. We still got to say Vegas. Yeah, I'm not used yeah, to that. I know. So okay, let me get back to my point. A little <laughs> yeah, bit. go for it. So they uh, uh, they draft Hurts in the second round. They come into this season. Uh, and they pay Wentz. They pay Wentz that big contract. Yep. He's our guy. He's our guy. He's the franchise guy. Blah blah blah. Which I can't even really shit on him for that contract. I mean, no. that's, what, that's what starting quarterbacks get. Right. That's what franchise quarterbacks right. get. Right. And, so. and he was just gonna somebody somebody else was gonna get more than him next time. You know. Right. As it goes, it's just how it is. Okay. Oh so, yeah. The next guy that signs a contract is always the largest right. contract in NFL exactly. history. That's just exactly. Exactly. That's just how it is. Yeah. Players run the league. Yeah. So, um, uh, let me try to speed this up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, they bring in Hurts in the second round. You go into the season, you pay Wentz. Wentz is your guy, and look, I know how the season went. It was dreadful, but it wasn't just Wentz. I mean, Wentz played terrible. I get it. But the whole offense, the whole offense in general, the whole defense in general, the coaching, the 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 guys they brought in, the guys they let go, it's just, it was a whole big clusterfuck. It was, cluster a, mess. Fuck. It was it, a mess. It was a clusterfuck. Yeah. That's what it was. It was a mess, but, but Wentz didn't help. No, he didn't. He did not look good. But he, but to me... I thought he was like the fourth worst problem on this team, but we'll we'll get into it. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So 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 we know the season that Wentz had, um, and then the Green Bay game he gets taken out. Hurts goes in. Hurts looks. You know, I'll say it. He looked good for the most part. My problem with that whole thing is that you kept telling us he's the franchise guy. He's the franchise guy. Why didn't you give him a shot? the next game to, to answer from sitting on the bench. If he's your franchise guy, if you're bullshitting us, why why is he why does he not get a shot to 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 answer to sitting on the bench? I don't want to hear that he's this soft coward and this, that, and the other. If he doesn't have a shot to get back on the field, you can't call him shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't say anything about him. Not you, but no, I, I'm no, just no. saying in general. Well I think the I, I mean I think it's evident that, that at that at that point the the relationship was already fractured, I think. But I don't think it was fractured between him and Peterson. You don't think so? No, not at all. Look at the stuff they said about each other yeah. after after Peterson got fired. They 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 had a good relationship. They it's I don't Allie know how Roseman. much of that is for show though. I don't. I think once you leave, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's not. What, what, maybe. What, what what good does that do? Yeah, I just don't understand how you don't go back to that guy. So unless, which maybe this is your point, maybe Peterson was getting fed that information or what to do from higher. Well, well, I okay. That's part of it. That's part of my theory. Um, my theory is that uh, that um, that they the Peterson was just a puppet, and which and they a lot kept... of people criticize the Sirianni hire for, and, and think Sirianni is just basically the same guy, the well, yes man that's just going to listen to well, to I, Roseman and uh, and Lurie. And that might be true. Yeah. That might be true. But we we how do I know he's a good coach yet? Just because he's a he's a, a goofball, like I he could be a great coach. I just you don't know him yet. being right exactly yeah. him being a goofball on, on on interviews and and when he talks to the media like that doesn't bother me because if he's a good coach, I don't give a shit what he does. Yeah, I don't really care what he does, what he says. I, you know, he could be a lunatic. It doesn't matter as long as he wins football games. I can't judge him until he goes out there and wins football Absolutely. games. Absolutely. I mean, so, everybody said Peterson was an you know arrogant prick, and I mean he won a Super Bowl, so. Uh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I'll give him credit. For that. I, I will. <laughs> I'm somebody that thinks he should have gotten fired, but but okay. So here's my point. They 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 uh. So then they the, the the season goes on and and you know they trade Wentz to Indy and you know we're 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 in the, the Jalen Hurts era probably because they still even haven't 
you know, announced that yet. So my thing is, you, you, you brought in Foles, he won your Super Bowl, and then you traded him. Then you signed Wentz, and then you trade him. And now, not only are they... Not only are they do they have Hurts now, but now they're trying. Like, there's rumors that like, like they they were trying to move up for a quarterback. Yeah. Like what? Like what? And is if they're going just trading on? back, by the right. way, right? Yeah, it makes no sense. And then they're gonna try to move up again. It doesn't make any. It doesn't sense. make any sense. No, it makes I don't no think sense. they know what they're, they're doing no, at all. They have no plan. They're flying by the seat of their pants. That's essentially I, what they're doing. It's it's you you have you had Foles, you got rid of him. You had Wentz, you got rid of him. Now you have Hurts, and now you're looking to get rid of him. This QB factory. What QB factory? That's what I was about to say. The QB factory. What that, QB factory? I, I don't know. If, if, what quarterback if, have they developed? Right, not well. I, I mean, I, th- I, I can you even know. call Foles developed? I mean, Wentz regressed. I mean, there there were successful quarterbacks here, in my opinion. I think when Foles was here the first time, he was successful. I, mean, uh, and, I, and I as, get it. As much as people criticize Chip Kelly, the offenses were always good for quarterbacks in that system. Well, so yeah. I don't know how much of that was Roseman finding the guy or Chip Kelly actually have, being a decent offensive guy. Well, not not to get on the Chip Kelly too much, but I think that he actually wasn't that bad of a coach until he took over the team and he ran the same fifteen plays. Yeah, I mean he went. I mean what, he was ten and six in the first two seasons. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean offensively, not not. I think I think he was bad on in, inside the locker room, but yeah, and I mean I th- a lot of his former players issues in terms of the defense right. always being on the field that was a big issue. And a lot of his former players actually have really good things to say about him, but yeah. But I, you know, but my thing is, is like going back to to to, to the Wentz, Hurts, Foles, Peterson, Howie Roseman thing. I, I just you draft all these quarterbacks, you bring in all these quarterbacks, and you develop them, develop them, and then you just look to get rid of them. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't. Doesn't. They don't know what they're doing. And and if you had that plan of moving on from Wentz, why give them that contract? Because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's the answer. Yeah. I mean, the biggest criticism, or one of the biggest criticisms, criticisms I have is. It seems like Lori's starting to be in the Jerry Jones category of meddling too much, instead of just letting the guys he hire do the job. And we make fun of Jerry Jones so much for that. Well, because he's outspoken, he's cocky. He's, yeah, you see him a lot more. He's a lot more outspoken. So that's probably why we, we make fun of uh, Jones so much. But Lori is almost in the same breath as as Jones. I don't think he's there yet, but he's probably he's he's getting there. He's on he's on that. See, the things that I've read the last couple of weeks and where I get all my official information on Twitter, um, clearly, <laughs> yep, um, is that uh, I, I did I did read a couple people who are you know qualified to talk about this stuff that uh, how he how he might actually be on the hot seat this year. And go, look, I don't I don't know if he'll ever leave the organization, but. I don't know if he'll forever be this GM, especially especially if this season goes as bad as last year, or even even half as bad. Yeah, I mean, what happened last time he was on the hot seat? He got moved down the hall, got a job th- two right. years He's later, always, or whatever he, it was. And the whole money guy thing, I, yeah. that, I think that's a little overblown, too. I agree, because every, every, every GM in the league clears money. Every, every team. Every team does it, so I agree. I think that part's overblown. I mean, so yeah, I mean, the Eagles, front office-wise, seem like a mess. Howie Roseman has drafted... Um, has drafted one Pro Bowler in the last seven years. One Pro Bowler. I mean, is he is he responsible for? I, mean, I don't know if it was him or Chip. Lane Johnson. No, no. He was drafted was 2013. Chip, was that still Reed? Uh, no. Well, it was no. Chip, 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 Chip okay, drafted Chip, him. Yeah. Well, Chip and Rosen. Who who was the one? Carson Wentz. Okay. 
<laughs> one player in the last that's seven that's years. Wild. Okay. I mean, there there have been players in the last yeah. seven years that have went to the to the Pro yeah. Bowl, but not have been drafted right. in the, within the last seven yeah. years. You know, Logan huh. Johnson and yeah, and yeah, Johnson was the first one that came to my mind, but that was probably was that over seven years? No, that was 2013. Yeah. Okay. So I, you're the math guy. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. So it's not seven years, <laughs> but it's more than that. I just don't know how much. Yeah, it's fine. That's about seven, eight, whatever. Anyway. Um, that, that was my Howie Roseman rant. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, we're not called fired up for, you know, another, you know, different reason, you know, you gotta get fired up about these things. Oh, of course. Um, so I mean, you want to get into some draft stuff? I Absolutely. Mean, the draft is on Thursday around one. The Eagles, for whatever reason, have pick number 12 now. <laughs> um, what, what, what do you think they should go with this pick? Who should they target? And why is it Devonte Smith? Um, well, here's the thing. I think, just from doing a lot of research in the first and second round, I think they're either, they're going to go corner and receiver in the first two rounds, in my opinion. I th- or at least I think that's what they should do. Of course, Harry well, Roseman yeah, doesn't do that. You know. Should but, and uh, would are two different correct, things. Correct. Um, my thing is, if they draft a receiver at 12, I, I will be livid only in the sense that you had the sixth pick and you had a shot at the best receiver in the draft. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah. So why why if you're gonna and I understand they wanted the first round pick next year but but as as a fan like that does not make me excited no. because of the guy who's making the picks yeah as of right now right but. yeah I mean the, the the reason I didn't like the the trade back is like if you if that's the best deal you could have got fine like I understand you you don't love anybody there at six wait till draft day and see what's on the clock see what's on the board see who you like see who falls and then. They make that move. I agree. It makes no sense to make it. What was it? Three weeks before the four weeks before the draft. Yeah, it makes, it was about three weeks ago. No, yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, I, it, I, and I, Devontae Smith. I, I know, I know his weight issues are a thing, and he can't get off the line. He, and this, he can that, run and routes. Other. Yeah, absolutely, he can run and He's routes. got a lot of speed, and he's got yeah. good hands. And I, I agree, he's a great route runner. Yeah, but to me, and it, but it's it's deeper than that because of what I just said. Like you just had the sixth pick, and you moved back to get the third best receiver, fourth best right. receiver in the draft. It, it to me it just it just again I don't think they know what they're really doing. Oh, they have no clue. So that and and I I, I really like um, J C Horn out of okay. South Carolina. Yep. SEC player. Um. I think that's I think that's they just just draft SEC. That's it. That's all yeah. I want. SEC <laughs> right. players. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yep. Um. But yeah. Uh. I I really like J C Horn at twelve. Um. Again, it's it's all going to depend how it how it falls. I could see them moving back again. I don't. Yeah. Th- I I don't. I personally, depending on ha- what San Francisco does and who they take, I think if they don't take Justin Fields, I think a lot of teams are going to move up in that um, seven, eight, nine range. What's What's going on? By the way, I know you said Justin Fields. What's going on with this whole four quarterbacks is the first four picks thing? What do you mean? Like, what? Who in this draft, other than Trevor Lawrence, is is a sure thing? And I don't even know if he is really anymore. Uh, well, I think I think Zach Wilson might be better. Actually, you think so? I think I haven't seen. Well, I don't from know. Wilson. I, it, from what I've read about him and seen, you know, from his pro day and and highlights, and I and I know you have to watch the whole game because you know you're only seeing highlights, whatever. But I I think those those two are, are you can't go wrong with either of those two. I don't watch a lot of college football, so I I don't I don't know how good Fields is going to be, but they're quarterbacks. So they're valuable. So and I don't trust. I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. I just don't. Yeah, I guess. I mean, 
I you know, and and I'm I'm hearing Trey Lance is going to go in the top three or four, and that seems insane. I, to I've me. Re- I've read a lot about him too. I've I've read that San Francisco is kind of on the. Well, I know we're a Philly podcast. Yeah, but, well, but they, I know San Francisco is kind of on that. You know, in the internals of the office uh, of the front office, um, half of them want Fields and half of them want Lance. Well, they just they just came out. I think it was today that they like. There's five quarterbacks that they're perfectly fine with. They haven't made up their mind with who they're taking <laughs> the three. There's five of them that they love equally. Right, Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, it's, I don't know. I don't they, see a quarterback they, they other than up, Trevor Lawrence in this draft that I would take in the top five. They gave up a lot to go to three. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't even know they're right, That's what I'm saying. No clue. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like the Eagles have the opposite problem. Right. Like where they just they don't know who they're taking because like they don't know what they're doing. they're doing. Right. Yeah. So I mean, at least San Francisco has it's, a good problem. It's funny because the mock the mock draft that I have up now, but on CBS Sports has at number six where the Eagles were Jamar Chase. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's. I don't think there's a shot he goes before six. Yeah. And that's just because we're Eagles fans, and um, that's what we you know that's just kind of what happens to us. Right. Now, there's this most recent uh, rumor where the Eagles apparently are looking to trade back up for some unknown reason to get either a quarterback or Kyle Pitts. Thoughts? I I absolutely love Kyle Pitts. Okay. But so- but it's really it's I don't the tight end position I don't think is enough to move up that like like to give up that much like to draft a guy that high at tight I end, agree. if he's going to play receiver, which I think he can, I think he might be Calvin Johnson-like. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm strongly against taking a tight end in the top 10. Well, I... I, I you, he just They just don't do enough in the offense. They don't... I, it just doesn't do enough for me. Um, and you, you look at all the receivers that have gotten drafted. A guy like you know Travis Kelsey, um, the guy out of, of Vegas. Uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, Waller. Waller. He was a late round pick. They just got Goddard. Right. Ertz, a, a Ertz is a second ago. round pick. Yeah. Ertz was a second round. I so get it. You just you just don't draft tight ends that but, high. But he's you not just, just that. The, the thing about him that makes him different. He's not just a tight end. He does everything a tight end and a receiver does and a running back. Like, have you have you seen any of his his yeah. tape? Yeah, I have. Like, it's, it's impressive. But it's, the fact it's that insane. He plays, and he does it in the he, SEC too. No, I understand against pro like defenses. But he's a tight end. You have Goddard. Tight tight end is not. Is not a strong need on this team right now. I think they they have a. I mean, I know you said he could play he play receiver obviously, but receiver is a is a big need. A corners a need. Linebackers a need. They'll never draft a linebacker this high because that's right. not how Roseman does. And, but, I don't even think offensive lines a need. But I don't uh, unless I mean, so well, a guy like Sewell's there, but yeah, I doubt that. I, at he, he's not going to be there at twelve, even eight. I don't even you know even if even if he. I don't even think he drops to eight or nine, even if you wanted to move up That'd for be, him. But. Yeah, there's Rashawn Slater, but who knows if he's going to be there. I mean, the safe pick right now is probably either Smith or Horn. That's Smith Horn. Or, honestly, I wouldn't even mind if... All right, wait, hold on. Let me let me go with the Pitts thing really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, so, go for it. So, I agree with you. That's the only reason I, why I wouldn't want to take him. I wouldn't mind taking him. I think he's the best player in this draft. I wouldn't mind taking him number one. But because the Eagles don't need a tight end, and they need a receiver, they need a cornerback, they need defensive line, they need offensive... I'm not just talking about the first round, I'm talking right. about overall in the yeah. draft. They need second... Like, they need so much more than just a tight end that I agree with you. Right. But, um, going going back to the other thing I was about to say, um, if they if they were to move up, like, to, uh, I don't know, about the eighth pick, ninth pick, right before the Giants and the, the Cowboys, um... I wouldn't mind seeing Sertain. 
Yeah, I mean, it seems like the two best corners out of the draft are Horn and Sertain right now. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, I, I you're, I mean, an Alabama guy. I mean, their their defenses are always top tier. So right, this and this might be the greatest Alabama team, right? Maybe even ever, right? And um, I I just think I think it's I think it's really it would really be cool and really good to 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 draft a cornerback in the first or second round and have them. Uh, pick Slay's brain, or learn after uh, Darius Slay, and and you know, kind of see what it's like to be a pro. Has you he been I mean? as? I know I'm completely jumping topics here. Has he been as advertised, Slay? He's been. He seems a little underwhelming for me. Yeah, no, he's been. He's been really good. Has I, he? If, if you you haven't heard his name the first eight weeks of the season, right. That that's a good thing. Yeah, he had true. two bad games. Yeah, you know, against well, who was it? DK and uh, he just seems like he's quiet. He seems remember. like he's been quietly. Good and stay. You don't really notice him making too many. Well, that, yeah, that's his play. career. Yeah, right. I mean, he picked, maybe that's he, just me. I, I don't he, know. He picks the ball off a lot, but he doesn't. He didn't this year because that's not Jim Schwartz's right. defense. Okay. So I, I'm really excited to see him in this new defense. Right. Um. But yeah, I I, I think advertise. I think uh, Slay is as good as advertised. I do. Okay. I, I I think he's a good locker room guy. I think he's a good dude. Um. And I think he can ball, man. I really do. Yeah. All right, well, I was completely off topic. <laughs> <laughs> so my my thing with the draft though, I if they stay 12 like and they go receiver, I really there's a couple See, that's the thing, there's there's a lot of receivers I like at 12 and a lot of receivers I like at what are they? 37. Uh, I don't the 6th pick in the second yeah. round. Again, I'm not the math guy. So, math guy. So, <laughs> hashtag #math guy. Um but yeah, there's there's a lot of guys that I really like in the second round too that are receivers and I I mean you know, if they do go cornerback in the first round, like let's say they move up for Sertain or and they keep that second round pick, or they go Horn at twelve, I really like guys like Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU, six four. He runs like a four three. Okay. Um, great hands, big body. Uh, um, I like Rashad Bateman. I don't know if he'll be there in the second round. Uh, he's thirty seven, by the way. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Rashad Bateman, I I I think he's uh somewhere between the twenty and. 40 range I know that's pretty big but yeah but I, there's a chance he could be there there's a chance I mean he's he's like he reminds me of Keenan Allen a lot like he's gonna be a quiet a, a guy that gets you know a lot of a uh, lot of numbers puts up a lot of numbers quietly do you think and I, I haven't really heard it much from anybody do you think this team needs a running back do you think Sanders is the guy I think Sanders okay I think Sanders is the guy I actually had the conversation earlier with somebody um I think Sanders. I, I okay. Let me answer the first question. I think that they can take a uh, running back in this draft, but like in the fourth or fifth round, a guy that can take a couple, you know, carries here right. and there. Um, but I do think Sanders is the guy. I, I know he's had injury history. He's got um, an issue fumbling the football, right? But he's also I, don't don't hold me to it. But I do think he's either number one or in the top three in fifty plus yard carries for touchdowns. Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88 Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas Y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno Compre con estilo JCPenney Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre Se excluyen del cupón 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. In the league, I could I could buy that. Yeah, yeah. I could so buy that. so um, I think he's really good. I just think he needs more touches, to be honest with you. And, and yeah, I think, they got very pass happy. Yeah. There's no secret with that. And, yeah. and, and I, him getting 12 to 15 carries just isn't enough. I and, think, and, yeah, but I also think they are they are missing the the two the one two punch. Like like I mean, Boston Scott had a couple good games, but what he's nothing special. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yes, exactly. I, I, so, but, I, but I think they, they brought back Jordan Howard. I I know, I know, I know. Uh, but but they play well the together. Same reaction. They do. They the play well together, though. Yeah, I just I don't know. I need, I need to see more from that backup. But I wouldn't back. mind. I wouldn't mind them taking a guy late, like the fourth, fifth, sixth right. round. And then you they know, still have uh, throwing, Hol- throwing Holyfield. Son, is he still on the team? I don't know. He's not good anyway. So yeah, it probably matter. matter. But whatever. But uh, but yeah, I I do think Sanders can be that guy if he gets, and if he can stay healthy. And uh, if he if he gets eighteen to twenty two carries a game, like which I think he will in this offense, Nick Sirianni's offense. So like, you know, I, I really I really think he could be a very very good running back. I don't know if he'll be a top five, top ten running back, but I think he can be. You, that's the thing to win a Super Bowl. You don't need a top five running back or top ten running back. You need a guy who can. He averages four and a half yards a carry. Right. So uh, you know, you just need a guy yeah, who's good and, enough. Look and, at the year they won the yeah. Super Bowl. Who, you, who was their Who was their uh, J. J. I. J. Yeah, J. J. I. Um, Blunt, Corey Clement. Was there. The guy Blunt was still there, right. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you've seen Sirianni offenses in in Indy really run heavy. I mean, Marlon Mack was like a top ten running back. Absolutely, he, and he, he caught the ball special. too. Yeah. Right. So and that's another problem with Sanders. What's he that? Can't catch the ball. No. Like no. Like it, it, well, it, it has were... to be. It has to be at his chest. If right. it's not, like, remember the Westbrook years? If like yeah. the McNabb, you know, worm balls, yep. he would. He, but Westbrook would go all the way to the ground and catch the ball and bring it. Like it was just, right. it was magic. And Sanders just, as if it's not at his chest, he does not catch. Well, the I ball. think that's what they were hoping out of out of Boston Scott, and and even with we saw it in the Super Bowl with Corey Clement. I mean that Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, for sure. Clement, Clement was a great. But he's another injury guy. Yeah. He's another guy that can't stay healthy. But even when he is, he hasn't been that impressive really since that Correct. Super Bowl. So. Right. Um, I I think I think Boston Scott. Too many people just are so and rightfully so attached to Darren Sproles. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That that they 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 hope like oh th- you know this is the next Sproles and this oh, that, yeah. and the other and he's just you know Sproles is an anomaly like yeah. a, a five eight or whatever he is for sure running back who you know Hall of Fame you know running back and and. Oh, for sure, yeah. The guy that can catch the ball, you Constantly know. looking for the next Sproles, constantly right. looking for the next Dawkins, constantly right. looking for the next Utley. So, I mean, Lito and Sheldon, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, sorry, is that all we have for draft stuff? Or? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't be shocked if they go offensive line and, and the the city burns down, which I don't disagree with you. I, I, I wouldn't mind offensive line. I wouldn't mind line. offensive line at all if you get either Slater or Sewell, but I don't think either of them are going to be there. I think Slater, really... Slater's actually a guy who could play guard and tackle. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like that pick, but I, he's projected to go in the top 10. That's yeah. probably a guy you're going to have to trade up for. And that's not a sexy pick, so that's not going to get anybody super excited. Right. But yeah, I, I but, but like I was saying, I, I, it, this is the last part about the draft that I that I have anything to say about. Um, Like I said, if they go receive in the first round, I think they have to go corner in the second. I love, 
Asante Samuel Jr. I think he is uh, the best ball hawk cornerback in this draft. Like I, I, they, they need, and they need it. They need exactly for sure. They, they, when's <laughs> when has the defense our defense been known to pick the ball off last? Like probably what the, s- the Jim Johnson years? Yeah, I mean, the, or even even his, when his father played here, right. which was after the Jim Johnson era, but. But I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind if they go receive in the first round, and then Asante Samuel Jr. or the kid from Georgia, Eric Stokes, uh, you know, just, just, you know, SEC guys. Well, uh, Asante Samuel Jr. is not SEC, but he's Florida State. He's DBU. So, all right. So yeah, that's that's all I really have on the draft. I'm gonna be. I, I've set myself up to to not be disappointed. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, that's all we could hope for, right? Right. Especially with this fucking asshole running the team, <laughs> Rosen. Flurry, yeah. Roseman, yeah, whoever, the, yeah. whoever you want to put in that, that right. blank. Right. All right. Well, I think that kind of does it for uh, for the Eagles talk. So let's move on to the Sixers, shall we? Let's do it. All right. So I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. All right. Let me get comfortable. Yeah, get comfortable. Sit back, relax. All right. Now, for those that don't know me, your first time listening to me, whatever. Um, I'm not exactly a huge basketball fan. Uh, I think I've been to like three Sixers games in my life. Probably like uh, two of them with me. Probably. Actually, I think maybe all of them. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I just think basketball for the most part is just boring to me. Um, I, I, there's no defense, no contact. Uh, the players in the league pretty much are a bunch of pussies, for lack of a better term. Um, I don't know. Maybe I sound harsh, but that's just my viewpoint. Um, I really haven't paid attention to the Sixers since like Allen Iverson. It's fair. <laughs> like, it's fair. However, this current version of Sixers basketball is fun. They seemingly have a competent guy in charge in uh, Daryl Morey. We, we're recording, right? We, we, we you, are. You said yep, that. You I said did. that on record. I, I did. They're they're a fun basketball team. They have Ben Simmons, who while he has his faults, is very important to this basketball team. Very valuable. I mean, we've seen in the last five or six games what this team does without him. Um, and then they have Joel Embiid, who's a legitimate, who has a legitimate chance at an MVP. This team is fun. So, I say all that to tell you this. I'm officially jumping on the Sixers bandwagon. Oh, we are recording. I, I'm we are recording. I'm officially jumping on the Sixers bandwagon. Oh, boy. The Phillies are a mediocre team. The Eagles front office is a dysfunctional mess like we were just talking about. And the Flyers aren't worth a pot to piss in. The Sixers are the best team in the city of Philadelphia. Wow. So, there's my hot we're take. We're fired up. I'm fired up. Let's go. All Thoughts? right. All right. So, um... I don't disagree with any okay. well with with most of what you said All honestly right. especially with, uh, with basketball is uh you know it's it's a bunch of guys who uh you know 10% of the league 15% of the league the only people that or I'm sorry 15% of the league probably there's only probably about 15% of the league that really cares yeah. about the, the the sport and the game right. and those are the you know the top 6 teams that always make it to the end they're the, right. the top 6 teams are the only teams that play defense yep. and you know, play an all-around game. Yeah. And that's why you're going to see the Sixers as a top... Or that's why you do see the Sixers as a top six team on, you know, in the East and West, you know. Right. All, overall. Yep. Um, It's been very mediocre our whole lives. Uh, yeah. You're a little other bit than, older than me, but... Yeah. But, other uh, than 2004? Well, but, Iverson left in 06. Well, with the year that they went to the final to the Lakers, that was, that was a one. Okay. Yeah. So, um... You know, it's been very mediocre since he left um, up until, you know, obviously the last couple of years. Um, and then this year is obviously a lot different than the last couple of years. This, but, um, see, this year definitely seems uh, different. Absolutely. And sure. that has a lot to do with Doc Rivers. and Yeah. Which, again, not the biggest basketball fan. A little overrated for me, Doc, Doc Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. 
I mean, his history kind of says maybe, but I think I think he's a really good leader among men, and that's that's well, what they were listen, missing. He's a clear upgrade over Brett Brown. Well, yeah. I mean, I, my grandmother would be a clear a clear <laughs> right. upgrade over Brett Brown. Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, I think he's a really good leader among men. He might not be the greatest basketball coach mind in the league or ever or, or whatever you want to say, but he knows how to get a lot out of his players. Look at Ben Simmons compared to the last three, four years. Right. Uh, great defensive player. For sure. He's shooting more mid-range than he's ever been. He's been more aggressive than he's ever been. I don't think you're ever going to get him to really shoot because that's just, he's just, a, you know, it's just not a scaredy game. cat. Yeah, yeah it's not I, I think game. he's terrified to shoot yeah. the, the ball. But you know, you definitely, you've definitely seen an upgrade, especially on the defensive side this year. Oh, like, for sure. He's 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 in the conversation for defense player of the year. He's in the conversation for not MVP, but getting this team to the next hump. Like you like you said, you, you know, you saw these games the last the last five or six or four or five games where they missed him. And yeah, I know oh, they're playing. They're playing OKC OKC tonight. Which they, they, they pecker slapped him. Yeah, they won one twenty one to ninety. Yeah, and and score. he played. And and I, look, they were probably going to win even if they didn't start anybody because they're tanking and yeah. they fucking stink. But um, yeah, I I just he's he's definitely a difference maker. Uh, this last week they've really been missing him. They've missed missing uh, Tobias. Um, Embiid uh hasn't played every single game the last couple weeks. Uh, yeah, he's been week nicked or so. up. Right. At this point, just get him healthy for the playoffs. Absolutely. That's, and that's they, really from here on out, they actually have, starting tonight, they actually have the easiest schedule in the league. Okay. So that's promising. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you do rest them. I, you know, I, I I'm not, I'm not, I'm probably, we're probably the last generation of not believing in that. You know, like. Believing in what? Like everybody, like, like resting guys is not good. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Like, like, uh, so you know I, the, the load management, yeah, as, as like, the, the like basketball loves to use, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of what you said though, like just about the league in general, like they don't play defense, and you know, if you watch this this Sixers team, man, they that's all yeah, they no, do for sure, yeah. And, and and I think playoff basketball is is different. I think uh, oh, it definitely is. Yeah, the regular season, I, I think the guys realize how meaningless it is. Right. It doesn't matter if you're a and one seed, a three seed, or it a really five, you know, yeah. But um. You know, home court doesn't matter in the NBA, especially this year, like with COVID and stuff. Yeah, like, but from what I see, the Sixers are damn good at home. Oh, they're great at home. So that's, I don't know. Do you really want to play an away game against the Bucks? I mean, well, that's a different conversation. I, I, I don't know if we really want to go into the other. I mean, oh, we can right, if you yeah. want the, the other two teams in, in the East that right. really matter. But, but I, you know, I, I just, um, I really don't think when it comes down to it, I really don't think that home court matters that much. I agree. In I agree for the most part. Yeah, but uh, but you just look at the splits, and I mean, it's kind of no. It is absolutely. I mean, look at Phoenix. You you yeah. actually uh, you actually pointed out the other day to me that they're the best road team yeah. in the league. So I see. I saw that on Twitter where yeah. we I get all my facts. all the official information exactly. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they, like it's always the defensive teams like Toronto and and. Uh, Golden but State. Toronto's still good. Uh no, they're they're ever since Kawhi left, I feel you know. No, they were good last year. Were they? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's just how much I know. Um where are the other standings? Who's that? Toronto? Yeah. I don't know. They're twelfth. Okay. Oh in, okay. in the east. So they're they're they're, you know. Right. Um I think there's like twelve games left or something. But uh yeah, I mean but like the, the Toronto Raptors of the last five years, you know, the Raptors and Golden State and even the Cleveland teams were good defensively, and um, right. who, who am I missing? Uh, 
That's why Houston never makes it. You know what I mean? They never make it past the second round with yeah. the Harden teams. And uh, yeah, you know. that's that whole situation's weird to me. The Harden one. Yeah, I mean that's that's. A different, I mean he's he's one of the best offensive players ever. Right. But I wouldn't. You couldn't and, pay and, me to have him on my team. Yeah, and like the weird thing is they they put talent around him too. Yeah, they they try he's like really, hell to make that work. He's really really hard to play with. Yeah, on and off the court. But yet, his the, sti- but his yet style, the Nets are a big favorite. I mean, I know it's probably more KD. Well, than, well, let me. I'll go into them in a little bit uh, after I tell you this about Harden. His style of play does not win. Does not work in the playoffs. Okay. Like I've I've heard people who have played professional basketball, um, have coached you know high levels of basketball, and just his. Whatever he does offensively, his scheme does not work in the playoffs. Because if you just jam him and he's got to rely on other guys, it just doesn't work. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you could be more physical in the playoffs. Right. They, they let things exactly. go inside. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You can throw an elbow here and there. Not, right. not that it really happens that much anymore. But, you know, I, I remember watching the Sixers and the, and the Miami Heat a couple years ago. You know, it was like one of the first times the, the Sixers were back in the playoffs. And I just remember getting, being so pissed off, like, you know— these dirty plays right. and pushing yeah. and shoving and punching and, and elbows and just nothing getting called and you just playoff realize what, that's playoff basketball. Yeah, that's it. But um, yeah, well, go, go, getting into the Nets, uh, they really, honestly, they don't scare me. They don't. And yeah, I'll give I you mean, reasons why. You have a team of KD, Kyrie, and Harden. I mean... I, well, let me tell you this. I think Kyrie is one of the most selfish players in the league. I think Harden's one of the most selfish players in the league. I think Durant is selfish, but Durant's going to do Durant. Like Durant's going to be Durant in the playoffs. He's gonna he's gonna get his points. He's yeah, gonna I, do he's gonna I do what he does. Can't stand Durant personally, but that's just my own issues with him. Uh, well, uh, yeah, he's just, he's, he's, he's still, one of the greatest players to ever live. No, for sure. I just no, I, he's I, such I a hear mental you. He's, midget. He's, that, yeah, I agree. Yeah, with he's you. just soft. But I agree with you. That's um, just my take on him. Strictly not related to basketball. I just don't like him as a person. That's fair. And the whole him and Michael Rappaport. I don't know if you saw any yeah, of that I did. stuff. That, yeah. That's hilarious to the me. The barstool shit. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't even know if we're allowed to say that. that but Yeah, say whatever you want. I don't, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but getting back to the Nets, though, like they don't scare me as of, what's today's date? April 26, 2021. Yeah. Um, I say that as of, as of, as of April, t- right? It's April 26th. Uh, it is April 26th. Okay, correct. so as of yeah. April 26th, they don't scare me. But... Um, the biggest thing with them, I think health is important, and especially in the playoffs. Well, that's and, any, t- any team. Right. But going into the playoffs, you need chemistry. And if they're not healthy right now, they've played seven games together, all three of them. Seven games. Yeah. Chemistry, if we've seen anything with the Sixers in the last four years, that chemistry is important in the playoffs. And that is a big reason why, along with Brett Brown, a big reason why the Sixers haven't been that successful in the playoffs. Yeah, they were never a cohesive unit, for sure. Right, and yeah. I think that's a big problem, especially with those three lunatics. There are three lunatics, like Durant, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyrie, no, that's, and Harden. That's fair. Like, you, you, like I, a lot of people aren't talking about that, like how they don't, like, these These are three guys who think, who, three alpha males who think that they should be the key part of a team, the key part of the offense. And when you get those three guys who haven't played together, who are coming off injuries, who don't feel like playing in the in the regular season, and you get them on the court in the playoffs, Ah, shit's gonna go down. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting point. I've never really heard that angle. Um, but again, you see those three guys, and I mean, they got they got all talent in the world. So if they want, oh, if they want to take over games, they can. Sure. I'm I'm, I'm not saying they won't win the first yeah. first year. They might even make the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I you know I don't know, but I do just I think all three of them are not from this planet, and <laughs> um, they're gonna have issues. I really I really believe it. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. 
but you know, because again, I'm jumping on the bandwagon of the Philadelphia absolutely. 76ers. I'm jumping on. They're they're and the Sixers are a different team when the their big three play. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and and Embiid's uh, playing out of his mind. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a legit MVP candidate. Well, I don't think he's going to win MVP, but I do think he's... Probably not, he's, he's a legit candidate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so is that we, all we, we were, we were, We were waiting, or I was waiting, um, for... You know, you, you watch the Portland games, and Damian Lillard puts up 50, and, right. like, you watch Steph Curry, Golden State, he puts up 50, and, you know, you're just waiting for Embiid to have those nights, and, like, yep. he's put up 35, and then... 38 and then 42 and then like he's finally starting to come around to that okay uh you know and, and he he said recently that uh um Shaq really got into his head a little bit with really the in what yeah. way so Shaq kind of called him out last year he, he had a big game and he interviewed with Shaq on TNT after and basically said um Shaq said I yeah that's great you had a great game but I want to see it consistently he said you know shut up and and, and play like and Embiid I took that Shaq. personal. And Embiid put, took up. He didn't take it yeah. personal as personal as, as personal last year. But this year, he said he went to the off season thinking of of exactly what Shaq said right. to him. And he said, "I have to be better." Oh, he's matured. Absolutely, no more Shirley Temples. Right. Any of that stuff. He's matured. He he wants to win. He wants to be the best basketball player. I'm really be. upset that I've never seen him out. Like yeah, like he, he you know right. that's the, like that's the thing. Like oh, you've never seen Joel Embiid out at the club like. Nah, bro. Like I'm no. sleeping. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm in bed by like nine. We're yeah. nine thirty right now, and it's it's past my bedtime. Absolutely. All right. So is that all we have for Sixers talk? I think so. You want to move on to the Phillies? Well, uh, not really, but because I mean, <laughs> today was an eventful day for the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, a double got called up. Mm. Uh, Moniak got sent down. Uh, Spencer Howard got sent down. Uh, Alvarado is back from the IL. Um, Matt Moore. Matt Moore is back. Correct. Not that that really fucking matters. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, at this point, Moore and Anderson have been so eh that like, why not just give Spencer Howard the chance to do something? Well, I'll say that um, Matt Moore hasn't been. Uh, Matt Moore has been. Bleh. Yeah, I think Anderson. Yeah, he had like three solid innings. innings. Three oh, solid yeah, his innings. First start. Yeah, innings. That was it. Three solid yeah. innings, and then all downhill. Um, yeah, I, I think I don't think Anderson's that good, but I think he'll be, he's all right if you're as your fifth starter. Um, if he like, uh, you know, I uh, if anybody's listened to the to the uh, uh, podcast before this, um, you know, Mike's dad has been you know very very on, on that on that show and everything. Uh, he he made a good point to me yesterday that if Anderson pitches six innings and he gives up three runs, it's fine. As your fifth starter. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know. Because and, this offense is good enough to deal with that. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think he's fine as your fifth starter. Uh, but I, 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 I've had enough of Matt Moore, and it's, what, it's only been four starts? Uh, something like that. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Three or four. Yeah. I mean, but actually, I mean, I just pulled up uh, Spencer Howard, and his numbers actually aren't that uh, His numbers are terrible. Well, this year, yeah. Well, he's been coming a, out of the bullpen. Yeah, too. it's small sample size, but he's got like an eight point three one ERA. Not good. 
four in runs over four innings. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know, I guess he needs more time to develop. I mean, who knows if he's ever going to be the guy we thought he could have been two years ago well, or that's, whatever. That's another problem with the Philadelphia team developing guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the Phillies farm system is terrible. I mean, that's, well, that's no secret. Well, I, At least our pitching is. Yeah, uh, it's like these guys, like the Scott Kingeries and the uh, the Dominic Browns and the the and, ma- and maybe it is the Spencer Howards where they dominate in the AAA and the Double right. A and these minor league systems, and they just can't do it up here. And until this year, I thought that was uh, I thought that was Reese Hoskins, but I mean he well Reese I, not, maybe not to the level of a Scott Kingery, but I didn't know if he was ever going to be a legitimate everyday first baseman. Um. Yeah, first baseman because first baseman are supposed to hit forty homers right. a year, and exactly. you know yeah. I, I hear you. Supposed to be the power guy, but you you but also this have year to I'm look seeing at him. a lot from from Reese Hoskins. But you also have to remember too that uh, uh, historically he is very good in April, so it, he'll start out great in April, and then middle of May to like August he'll be horrible, and then he'll finish strong, right? And that's just the player he's been historically. But we'll see. I'm just seeing a better approach from him, and maybe that's Dan, uh, manager Girardi. Yeah, Dan Girardi. Thank you, Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi. I'm thinking of the NHL, NHL the, co- yeah, uh, player. Yeah, yeah, Dan Girardi. Okay, Joe Girardi. <laughs> Too many damn Girardis. <laughs> um, but maybe that's him with his uh, like plate discipline. I don't, maybe not discipline's the right word, but it, it just his approach just seems better. He's not. I don't, he's not being as patient. He's he's a little more aggressive. Well, yeah, which I like. Yeah, I, I agree. I I I think he's when he sees that fastball right down the middle of the first pitch, he's definitely the, uh, taking a insane. swing. That drove yeah. me insane. He would just take the first pitch, and he would start every at bat zero one. Right. Um. Especially hitting the four hitter like right. last year, but I mean this year it's a little different as a two hitter. You you know you're kind of seeing what this guy's got. You know, and especially the first the first at bat, you're getting fastballs. You know, your right. second at bat is usually where. A pitcher starts to throw off speed, and they kind of see what you know. They saw you your first at bat, so like, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, um, I I, I love Reese. I, I have his jersey. I I think he's a good dude. Um, and I want him to succeed. I do not just because he's the first baseman for the Phillies, but because like I just said, he's a good dude, and um, you know, I you know, he just seems like, you know, that he should be good, and he should right. He should be this guy. So. Now, I mean, we completely buried Lee, and I said it in the intro to the Philly stuff. Odubel Herrera gets called up. What are your thoughts about Odubel so making his return to the Philadelphia Phillies? He's obviously the best option in center field. Agreed. But he fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Which really, like, it should really tell you, like, about yeah. Adam Hazley and Mickey Moni and, and Mickey Moniac. Moniac, I think the the. Uh, the cat, uh, what's that saying? Uh, Cats out of the bag. Yeah, like yeah. I, like I said, well, well I, I, I think he's still got a shot. I do. I don't I, know if I it's in center dec- field. I saw decent things in the field. Not great. No, decent. But I, but at the plate, he's terrible. I don't think I don't think he's a center fielder. I think I think he's a left fielder. But he has to be better with the bat if he's going to play in left field. He's got to be a better hitter than right. a center fielder does. He's got to add more. Pa- I think, dude, he bulked up from like a year ago like he added 15 pounds of like muscle and like so if he can develop as a power hitter i'm fine with him striking out as long as he's hit homers and playing left field i think that's who he is right personally but we'll see we'll see how that goes but going back to odubel i think that uh i think he's the best option in center field but um like i said i think he's a fucking scumbag and um, yeah but like there's a saying 
do the crime. I mean, he didn't really do the time, but he didn't do the time. He what didn't, did, what he didn't do the time. But but there's something to be said for second chances. Yeah, but he didn't do anything to to make, give himself a second chance. Like he got True. suspended, and that was it. And he True. lost a little bit of money. He yeah. didn't go to jail. He didn't. You know, he didn't get released by a team and right. have to, you know, f- find a way back on the right. MLB roster. Yeah, like, he didn't do any charity work and didn't a lot donate of the, any money. At least right. not that I saw. Maybe right. he did and it's just kind of buried. I didn't see any of the rehabilitation stuff that a right. guy like that would usually do. And he and he wasn't released from a team. He wasn't paid, but he wasn't released from a team. And that has to do with, it's a whole other argument because that's just a baseball thing. Right. That's a, a union rule and stuff like that. You can't just release guys and um, they weren't going to be able to trade him. So, um yeah, but and, and and the funny thing is, is like, as, as much as people are calling back for Odubel, like people forget, like he hit two twenty two last year or, or the year before, yeah. before he left. He was yeah. horrible. Oh yeah, and the year two, before that, but, he was even you, worse. What did you say? It was two twenty two? Two twenty two. It's better than the one twenty Moniac was hitting. Well, for sure. That's why they <laughs> like, had to bring. They had yeah. to bring him up. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they or, didn't really have a choice. Uh, they they got to find. They got to find a center fielder. I mean, they're really yeah. been, they've been searching for one since what Victorino, probably. Uh yeah probably so I mean the center I mean, field he the wasn't hit. like the best in the world but um, he was a he was a good contact hitter good fielder nothing special nah he was okay he was an okay he fielder had some speed. Rowan was probably the last great or really really good center fielder Who, they had defensively yeah. yeah Aaron Rowan yeah um, but uh I I thought for a second you said Roman and that made me think of Roman Quinn and nah Roman that, Quinn that, needs that to get human the fuck being off of should not team. should not be in the major well, leagues. Uh, the fact you, you can't find another guy that runs fast as shit that can also well, hit the ball. Well, that's the he thing. He can run fast as shit. I get that. You can find that you can't find anybody else that can hit the ball too. Yeah, I, I hear you. That and that's the thing. He he, he has game changing speed, but sucks at everything else. He has game changing speed yeah. and game changing everything else because the other parts that uh is game changing he sucks so. You know, he's changing the game in a bad way. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm um, sorry. I was distracted. No, I was looking right. at the current score of the Phillies. And so far, as we're recording this, they are uh, the bottom. The uh, Cardinals are going off the bat in the bottom of the eighth. And Zach Wheeler right now has only given up one hit. Wow. One hit. Yeah. Yeah. I, on the way over here, I was listening. Um, and he was. He lo- it seemed like he was struggling in the second inning. Really? A little yeah, bit. He's yeah. given up one hit. Maybe that was the inning. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't have that in front of me. But uh, yeah, he's given up one hit, two walks. Eight Ks through seven innings. Hot take. I actually think Wheeler's better than Nola, but um, I, I don't know. I think they're kind of even right now. I think Nola has the higher upside. Well, he's um, got he's got nastier stuff. Nola, yeah. Wheeler is definitely the guy that uh, uh, pitches for contact. Like it's, it's the, the ground. He's the Jake Arrieta, the Jake yeah. Arrieta from Chicago. Right. Yeah. What well, we hope Jake right. Arrieta would be right. for sure. Um, and yeah. I don't know if he'll be better than the Jake Arrieta in Chicago, but that in that. That same ballpark I think, where I think Arietta's actually been decent this he has year been. too, which is yeah. kind of annoying. Pivette has been had a no hitter the other day in the six innings. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Guess and I believe don't don't hold me to it, but I believe Darren Ruff hit a homer off of him. Oh Jesus! I don't I even know how he's that. still come he's back still, full circle. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. He was Giants now, right? Because did we, did uh, we just like did we just see? I think we just saw him, didn't we? In uh. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe now? I thought he was thought he was in town some or uh, maybe I could be making that up. Uh, yeah. So I mean. Other than that, I mean, the Phillies are what they are. They're they're not a great team. They're not a bad team. They're just a 500 team. Well, I mean, Bryce Harper's been great, so that's a good sign. He's the only guy on this team that has heart. Yeah, that's that's I think yeah. that's, that's their problem. No, I don't know. I don't know if I say only. I mean, I think Real Muto really wants it. I do. I agree with that, but I think he's the. I think Harper's the only one that really. I think Harper's really the only guy that like 
is willing to stand up and willing to say something and oh for sure has well he's the face of the team right but Romito is the, the captain of the team he's 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 the leader is according he the, to Harper Romito is that's what is a captain the, would say <laughs> yeah I guess but you know just from things that I've seen that yeah. uh, Romito is really the leader in the clubhouse but. I think, oh, I, I think Harper's I, I, really he's the also only your guy. catcher. Where I mean, I'm sure right. he's got a lot to do with he, what happens he, on the field. Too. Yeah, yeah. He, so he, that he controls sense. the game. Right, that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna give you a crazy stat real quick. Okay, the Phillies have only four players currently that have been drafted that are doing anything with this team. Not a crazy stat, but like a crazy thing to hear. The, There's four, four guys that they have drafted that they drafted. Yes, that are making uh, any sort of impact impact on this team. Uh, Reese. Reese Hoskins, uh, Boehm, Alec Boehm, uh, which he's struggling. But, he is struggling. But still, he's up here. Slumps happen. Right. Nola. Aaron Nola. The fourth guy's probably out of the pen, unless I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean somebody out of the pen. Who is it? Hector Neris. Neris. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean that makes sense. And and Naris is what he is. I don't think Naris is anything special. I mean, he started the year really well. I don't. I still don't think he's a closer. He's but if he pitches here for another three years, he'll probably have the most saves in Phillies history. That's ins- yeah. I mean, I mean, it's Papelbon with like I think it was like one twenty. Yeah, Papelbon. They had Lidge for that insane. Yeah, Lidge, Lidge was fifty two. He was only here for a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, he was only here so, for like three years. But yeah, yeah the Billy was it fifty two saves he had? Fifty six. Forty eight. I think. Four, was it forty? I think exactly. it was right around fifty. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then they had, who's the old, the one dude, uh, Mesa? Who, who am I thinking of? Uh, Mesa. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mesa. He was, I mean, they uh, had Billy early Wagner. Early 2000s, I think Mesa, late, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. And then they went to Billy Wagner. Uh, yeah. So they had good closers, but usually not for like a long right. time. I just don't think Naris is a legit closer, but I, how many of those are there in, in the, in baseball anymore? Yeah. You don't have like Mariana Rivera doesn't exist anymore. Right. They just don't. So, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, the Phillies so far, bottom of the eighth, up one nothing. So, I mean, that, that looks good. I'm trying to see who scored. Hoskins hit an RBI. So, that's, that's all I can see right now. Yeah. So. Maybe it was Roman Quinn who was on base. I hope, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I said, he's not even playing, so it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I, that about does it. Do you have anything to follow it up here? Um, no, I'm just, I'm really excited to get this going, man. I really yeah, am. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I didn't, didn't really hit any of the stuff beforehand, but, um, yeah, I mean, fired up on, on Twitter, fired up podcast on Twitter. Anybody could look us, look us up on there. Yeah. You can follow our personal accounts and see the bullshit that I tweet, not just about sports, but about life and about life. About yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. They call me uh Nostradamus. So who's they? I don't know. That wasn't even probably the right guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, he, I, he, he saw the future, right? He did, yeah. yeah no, no I don't you're, do that. you're right. You're right there. Yeah. Well, you're right in the fact that that's who that was. Right. I don't think you do that. I but, don't. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. I mean, this has kind of been the last few weeks in the making, this podcast. So, um, I'm again, I'm grateful with all the time that I had on, on YWT. So, I, I will talk flyers on this podcast. Um I just they're not relevant right now. Yeah, not fun. No, no. They I mean they had a comeback win the other night. You know what? I didn't even say I was I'm not gonna bring the Flyers <laughs> this week. I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not gonna get trapped in. Um again you follow us at Fired uh at Fired Up Podcast on Twitter, so gotta get used to saying that. On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh if anybody has any other outlet they wanna see us on, let let us know. 
um, we could get you there. So I think that's all we have for this week. Yep. And we will see you guys next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.